0: This episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job is brought to you by Lightbox Jewelry, a new company that specializes in laboratory-grown diamonds, which are chemically identical to natural ones. Although with Lightbox, you get gorgeous stones every time. To get $25 off your first order, go to lightboxjewelry.com slash dreamjob and use the code dreamjob at checkout. Also, thanks to Kettlebell Kitchen. Kettlebell Kitchen knows that meal planning isn't one size fits all, which is why they offer a personalized solution. Go to kettlebellkitchen.com and enter code DREAMJOB for $25 off each of your first two orders for new customers only. We're also supported by CABBAGE. Get the money you need to run your small business at cabbage.com and use the code DREAMJOB to get $100 credit on your first loan statement. Offer ends November 30th. Must take a $5,000 loan to qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. Happy Halloween. So, I don't know if you guys are going out trick or treating. Are you guys going out? Are you dressing up? Um, We're definitely doing trick or treating here. We have three little girls uh, three year old, six year old, and seven year old. My three year old, uh, she's going as Jasmine, but she's wearing like the new Jasmine costume, if anyone saw the new Aladdin. So, she's got this like fierce pink dress is awesome. It's actually a dress that like I'd love to wear out. And then my middle one is going as a character from this Disney Channel movie Descendants. And then my oldest is going to be a black cat because she's really too cool for school. And she's like, Mom, I'm just going to be like a black cat wear like a black t-shirt and black ears. And I'm like, gosh, like you're only seven and you're already like a little too cool. Um what is your favorite candy? I'm curious. So for me, I love red Swedish fish, the red ones very different experience, the red versus the green or yellow. And I like chocolate Twizzlers, which no one really gives those out on Halloween. Um, And I'm a big fan of like the pink and red starbursts, right? The pink and red ones are so good. Like on Valentine's Day, they sometimes just have bags of pink and red ones. So good. So dangerous. So it's a fun day. Everybody's excited this morning. Everybody was actually excited to go to school because my daughter has a parade at school and she knows that tonight we're going trick or treating. So I hope you guys have an awesome day. So because it's Halloween, and why not? We have two treats here today on the show. So the first treat is that we made you guys a quiz. And I've been so excited to share it with you. I posted it on my Instagram a couple of days ago. So some of you may have already gotten a sneak peek. If you go on over to my Instagram at Kathy.Heller, and you click the link in the bio, it'll take you to my quiz. My quiz is something that I think you will all love because it is created to help you figure out like what is your Thing. I know a lot of times people are like, I wish I could scale the business. I wish I could figure out how to leave my job. I'm just, I really want to know for sure, like, what is the thing I'm supposed to do? And so I've talked a lot about how there are four different career archetypes there's the maker, like that creative person who is making the pottery or writing the music. And then there's the teacher, the person who can make a living teaching you how to make bread or teaching you guitar. And you could have an online course or you could be teaching people in groups. And then there's the curator person. The curator person might be someone who you might not necessarily be the one who writes the poetry, but you're such a lover of poetry that you create a poetry slam evening. Or maybe you are someone who loves music, and so you become an agent to help other people with their music. And then the last one is the investigator. Like You could spend your whole life just talking about a topic where you create a podcast all about bread baking, or you start a blog about different kinds of musicians, or you write a book about different kinds of art or or a subject like happiness or productivity. So if you're curious to know which one you are, whether you're the creator type or the teacher type, curator or investigator, then head on over to my Instagram bio and click the link in the bio because you can take a quiz. And then if you check out the post I did a couple of days ago, if you put in your answers, there's going to be a giveaway for those of you who take the quiz and let us know which one you are. It's a really cool thing because once you take the quiz, not only will you get results, but we will be sending you a little bit of information about which one you are that helps you kind of see a path forward, like how could you make a career out of that? And what are the different types of things you can do? And we'll also send you like some goodies and some links to some of the episodes that would correspond with your particular path. And I think it's so cool because as human beings, we will reach for the highest branch that we can see. And sometimes in order for us to chart a course in the right direction, we just need to see the path laid out. So I hope that you enjoy it. It's a fun quiz to take. It's only like 11 questions. And I think it would be cool to see what your answers are. So that's treat- number one. Treat number two is that today on this episode, we're actually going to play you a piece of the audiobook. Um, you know, my book is coming out so soon, November 12th. And I I did the narration for the audiobook myself. It was um, a few days in the studio. I was actually super nervous leading up to it. I kept pushing it off because I kept feeling like, oh my God, maybe my voice is not in the best shape. Or I don't know, is, am I really going to be able to do this? And um, finally, my publisher was like, okay, no more pushing it off. You got to do it. And I realize it was just like good old imposter syndrome, but I did it and it was actually a really fun, cool experience. So we're going to play you a part of the audiobook today. We're going to play you a piece of chapter four, which is entitled Your Mess is Your Message. It's really an exploration of the ways that we can deal with some of those dark feelings and dark moments. How do we deal with rejection? There's some really important stories there, lessons from some of our amazing guests like Mandy Moore, Amber Ray, Lisa Loeb, Laura Casey, Danielle Laporte, and a few more. Plus, Um, there's some takeaways and a great journal assignment at the end. So you're not just passively taking in the information, but you can start to work through it a little bit and take some steps to implement some of what you're going to hear. If you want to get the full Don't Keep Your Day Job audiobook, you can go ahead and pre-order a copy wherever audiobooks are found. And um, remember that we still have all these cool book bonuses available. If you pre-order two copies of my book, whether it's a physical copy or the audiobook or a combo of one of each, you're going to get a two-hour live workshop I'm doing November 11th on what are all the essential steps to... Basically, grow a business. How do you quit your day job? How do you figure out how to validate your idea, price your offer? I'll be doing a live two-hour workshop on November 11th. All you have to do is buy two books. So if you already bought one book, just buy another one and you can get in on that. If you can't be with us live, I will send you the replay. You'll also be getting a 90-minute Q&A where you can ask me anything, any questions that you have about your own business, about your own journey. I'll be there and I will answer as many questions as I can in 90 minutes. So that's two different things. You're going to get a two-hour live workshop plus a 90-minute Q&A. All you have to do is buy two copies of the book. Um, You can grab your bonuses at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book bonus. And there'll be a link to that in the show notes as well. Also, I'm offering one-on-one coaching sessions, which have been so much fun when you pre-order a certain amount of books. If you're interested, you can DM me at kathy.heller on Instagram, or you can email us hello at don't keep your day and We'll tell you all the details. And I'm also having a party at my house in December, plus a full day immersion experience at my home, which you can get in on if you order a bunch of books. And if you want more details, just DM me or send us an email. So now we're going to go ahead and talk about how your mess is your message. And just before we do, I wanted to say that, you know, I'm very transparent with you guys about how I don't have it all together. And I struggle with a lot of anxiety. And the other day I was driving in my car, I was thinking about how unrelenting I am to do this work. And I was asking myself, like, where does this come from? This drive to, just keep doing more. No matter how many kids I have, no matter how busy I am, I feel so called to do this work and to speak to each one of you. And I realize it comes from my own pain. I realized that when I was growing up, I felt so invisible. It was really, really painful and hard. And I think I learned how to cope with it. And I learned how to really not need anybody And I couldn't, you know, my mom was struggling with depression and my dad was really not there. He was pretty angry and scary. And then he left. Um, My parents got divorced and then things went from bad to worse. My mom really, she became like suicidal and it was super hard. And as intense as all of that is, and, you know, if I could sort of rewrite history, I wouldn't want to go through that and those feelings of being invisible or feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders, like just feeling all of that heaviness. But in my work today, it is so clear to me that all of that has become the reason why I will do anything I can to make every single person that I ever meet feel seen. And so this chapter is really about that. The point is that whatever pain we've been through, and I know that each one of you has been through so much loss and trauma and grief and just so much. And everyone has their own story and their own journey. And I just want you to know, like everything you've been through, it's not just something that happened. It's something that at this point in your life, there is a Purpose now to how you show up in the world where you are the kind of human being who can be there, who can speak to the pain that other people have. And in so many ways, at this moment, you know, now that it's already happened, therein lies so much purpose in all that you have been through, in the mountains and the oceans that you've traversed to get to where you are. So I hope that this chapter reminds you that. With all of your scars and all of your broken parts, all of that only makes you more of a candidate to show up in this world. And remember that when people are scrolling, when people are looking for content, or when people are looking for something to watch, something to read, a place to go, we're looking to feel less alone. And so in so many ways, people don't need you to be an expert. People don't need you to be perfect. It's so much more actually accessible and endearing when you let go of the shame and you just are who you are. And so I hope that you understand that you are so much more than enough and that you might take for granted what you've been through and think that it's, oh, it's no big deal. Sometimes the things that come easiest to us, the things that we have just done or just had to do or had to deal with, we we sort of diminish how big of a deal that really is and how just us living the life that we live, just having survived what we've survived and being where we are, how other people might see that and the perspective from other people might be, wow, not only do I respect that so much and do I see the bravery in your story, but it inspires me and it reminds me that I can keep going. So that's what this chapter is about. All right, before we jump into the audiobook, let's just say thanks to one of our sponsors. It's been said so many times on this show that we are all unique, which also applies to the nutrition our bodies need, but there are so many diets and meal plans out there and chances are they don't take your specific needs into account. Kettlebell Kitchen knows that meal planning isn't one size fits all, which is why they offer a personalized solution. It's super hassle-free. You don't need to worry about sourcing ingredients or getting the right macros. Just heat, serve, and get the food you need for real sustainable change. You can sign up for a plan or order a la carte. No long-term contracts required. You can even filter your calorie, protein, fat, and carb limits. So you get exactly the right food for your specific needs. I'm on their vegetarian meal plan and I had the pesto broccoli marinara the other day. It was so helpful because lately I've been running around like a mad woman with back-to-back calls and interviews and I don't have time to actually make a lunch, but this made it so easy. I just popped it into the microwave and it was ready in minutes and it was the perfect meal. Super delicious. I felt so good for eating something nutritious instead of just snacking on a candy bar and I was ready to take on the rest of the day. Feed the champion in you with Kettlebell Kitchen. Go to kettlebellkitchen.com and enter code DREAMJOB for $25 off your first two orders. This offer is for new customers. That's $25 off your first two orders at kettlebellkitchen.com, code DREAMJOB. So let's dive in. Chapter four, your mess is your message. Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. Rumi. Do you find yourself having an idea and then overthinking it? Do you second-guess things too much? We must learn to dance with the fear and start. Something finished is better than something perfect. We all stall on taking action when we're afraid of failing or getting hurt. We want to figure out how things will play out before we begin so that we can avoid making a mistake. We want some guarantee that we'll all unfold perfectly or we won't take the first step. We don't want to look stupid. We all have these fears. The question is, will we have the courage to tolerate the pain and keep going even when we're scared? Don't let anyone, most of all yourself, tell you you're not good enough. You've already won the greatest lottery ever. I went through 15 rounds of fertility treatments when I was trying to get pregnant. I've watched the precise process that creates human life under a microscope. Of the infinite potential lives born of that process, you are here. The odds of you becoming you is 1 in 400 trillion. Your existence alone is the most rare asset on this planet. You won the lottery. The fact that of all the possible people, it was your specific DNA that was created is huge. It seems to me that the main thing holding everyone back is this overwhelming need to do something perfectly or not do it at all. In order to be great at anything, we have to be willing to be mediocre first. It takes tremendous courage to do things and try things and put yourself out there. It takes bravery to be willing to make things, whether that's starting your side hustle or podcast, writing a play or song, milling cider, or hand lettering stationery. You don't have to be the best at it. It's good exactly as it is, and by doing it, you'll get better and better. We have to be willing to accept that and tolerate those feelings of inadequacy. Successful people recognize that it's all beta, there is no arrival we're here to make the best of the next iteration. We're going to get scared every single day. When you start to reach outside of your safe routines, you're going to come up against conversations and situations that make you uncomfortable. It's called growing pains for a reason. You risk rejection every time that you put yourself out there. Publishing your writing or sending an email to someone you respect takes courage, but as the quote goes, ships aren't built to sit in the harbor. Amber Ray, the artist and author also known as the Millennial Motivator, has a wonderful exercise in which she faces her perfectionism head on. I take out a sheet of paper and a pen and invite the perfectionist in. I say, Hey, perfectionist, you're here. Tell me what you're afraid of, she explained. Let that part of you speak. And then once it's spoken, I say, Listen, there's this thing I really want to do. I know it makes you uncomfortable. I know it's scary. I know this goes against everything that we think makes logical sense, but it's important to me and here's how I need you to support me. We often forget that we are in control, and we can negotiate with our perfectionists. We can negotiate with our anxiety if we have a conversation with it and understand it just like a person that we're disagreeing with. Amber also explained on the podcast how to overcome fear of rejection. Rejection is redirection, she said. Often our response to rejection is the belief that something must be wrong with us or that we're not good enough. We so easily go into that place where we feel really ashamed, and that's where we get stuck, and that's where we isolate ourselves. That's where we shut down. That's where we overpersonalize the rejection. Look at rejection as redirection and as a sign actually pointing you to a different direction, and then you'll find what's meant for you. We're supposed to be where we're supposed to be. It'll encourage you to get up and say, okay, well, that wasn't the right fit. Let me try again. Choreographer Mandy Moore from So You Think You Can Dance arrived in Los Angeles at 18 years old with dreams of becoming a dancer. She was crushed when she wasn't chosen for a scholarship program at a famous dance studio, which she thought would be the start of her career. It is probably the best thing that could have ever happened to me, said Mandy. The rejection made her even more committed to her goals. She started looking for other paths and started working at a dance studio to pay for classes. I would take classes every moment that I wasn't working, Which transitioned into me managing the studio. Mandy became a dance teacher and ultimately one of Hollywood's most wanted choreographers today. She allowed her path to evolve and committed to learning and growing along the way. One great way that I've taught myself to stay courageous in the face of rejection is by staying excited. I take away the fear of rejection, disappointment, and failure by always having more than one idea or project in the works. Also, I know I'm going to continue to follow up. I don't take it personally if someone tells me no. I've been rejected so many times and waited on so many follow-up calls that never came that I've learned to accept disappointment as a viable option before it ever happens. I remind myself that new opportunities are always around the corner in order to avoid putting too much stock in any one venture. I once wrote the end title song to a very cool movie. Everyone from the director to the producer to the head of soundtrack said yes. I received feedback like, this is amazing, and this will be your big break. And this will be bigger than K.T. Tunstall's song at the beginning of The Devil Wears Prada. It really was a great track. The movie was made, and I attended the private screening, and then the song was gone just like that. It happened again. My song was chosen as the end title song for a fantastic film directed by David O. Russell and starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Beale. It was going to be that elusive career break until the director stepped away from the film. The movie went straight to DVD. My song was the end title song, but no one heard it. I also worked on a TV pilot with the Jim Henson Company for two years. I signed a huge contract and built it up in my mind to be this big win. I was going to be the star of a show, and it included all my music. Each and every network passed on it. Experiences like these have happened so often throughout my career that I'm completely numb to the process. The important thing is to keep moving at such a pace that you're not left waiting on a single opportunity. When someone writes to apologize for not responding, you realize you hadn't even noticed because you were not waiting for it. I have found this strategy crucial to continuing. We have to continue putting ourselves out far beyond our comfort zone. It's a position we're faced with no matter how many times we succeed. Singer songwriter Lisa Loeb started her career with a platinum selling number one hit song, but even she still hides in fear from her guitar some days. It goes back to summer camp, standing on the top of that high dive thinking, I can't do it and then jumping anyway. You take a deep breath and do it. I'm amazed myself that I continue to do things because I have such anxiety. I walk by my guitars in my own home and glare at them. Don't look at me. I can't write a song. I don't know how to write a song, she said. All you can do is take one step, and it's terrifying. It was terrifying for me. Part of the process is being open to your ideas all the time. I have hundreds of ideas, and I'm always writing them down, There are small ideas and huge ideas, and there's so much anxiety around it. The only thing that I've found that gets rid of anxiety and fear is taking action. Shift for success. I don't have to know you personally to know that your heart has been broken. You've experienced loss and disappointment that left you on your knees. We are all dealt a hand of cards. Most of us are dealing with some difficult circumstances, unsavory habits, or unwelcome ruminations. Only if we really compared them would we realize how much we've overcome. Once our hearts break, we become clever. We tell ourselves to never want for anything or believe in something or love someone that deeply again. We tell ourselves so we'll never get disappointed. We stop living and we stop perceiving all the wonder swirling around us all the time. What a drag. What if we could instead reframe our situations as fertile and fortuitous opportunities? As you start to share what's inside you, you realize that your mess is part of your message. The flip side of our mistakes or wounds or misperceptions is our skills and talents and truth. The power comes from realizing that perhaps our biggest challenges, what we see as weaknesses or setbacks, actually represent our biggest opportunities and gifts. We can only help someone out of a well because we've been down there before. In this audiobook, you've heard about some incredible humans who've had the courage to listen to the whisper of their joy, turn toward their heart, and share their gifts. Everything you've been through has prepared you for this. As you accept where you're stuck and what's holding you back, how a lack of confidence or self-worth is commanding your choices, you step into a really authentic and honest space. The benefits of walking through that vulnerability are that you get to become a more real and aligned version of yourself. This is where the fun really starts. Lara Casey is an entrepreneur, a blogger, the best-selling author of Make It Happen, and the founder of the online community and shop Cultivate What Matters. She zigzagged through many new career ventures, losses, and successes, and then set off on a mission to help others also transform their old, painful roots into a foundation for a brighter and better future. On the podcast, Laura explained how she had some tremendously difficult moments, including divorce, miscarriages, and financial ruin. She found herself constantly asking, why do I have to go through this? With her gift of writing, she was able to work through those experiences and come to the realization that each of those painful circumstances was a springboard to helping or connecting with others. Perhaps an all-knowing universe was intentional in its selection of her personal tragedies to set her on a path for greater good. Your mess can become your message, she told us on the podcast. Think of life like a taxi cab. Either the light is on and you can get in, or the light is off and you have no chance of catching a ride. I don't care if you're listening to this and you're age 22 or 41 or 73. If you're alive, then the light is on. As long as you're alive, then it is never too late. There's always another human being that you can affect. There's always something awesome that you can do. As we make peace with our past and pain and pride, we start to get a sense of just how unique our paths and processes are. I hope you feel a sense of empowerment with the realization that you were assigned to this life for a reason and everything you've experienced has purpose. Surround yourself with people who make your soul smile. Read good things, eat well, get some sleep, and be kind to yourself. It sounds simple, but so often we're not setting ourselves up to succeed because we aren't getting the proper nourishment. You just need a few of the right people to get you and see you. Choose to be around the people who energize you. When a flower doesn't bloom, you fix the environment in which it grows, not the flower, Alexander Den Heyer, public speaker and transformation trainer, wisely said. Danielle Laporte. I had a life-changing conversation with author, speaker, entrepreneur, and blogger Danielle Laporte on removing the obstacles to living our light. This conversation with Danielle was like listening to a symphony. Danielle is the mastermind behind the desire map planners, calendars that prioritize energy over all commitments and help you plan what to do to achieve how you want to feel. She is fully plugged into the present. By just being her authentic self and speaking her truth, she found a touchpoint that resonates deeply with her massive tribe. The universe cannot resist authenticity. You showing up as who you are in the moment, it's magnetic. You're always attracting something to you. As you align with truth and the God force and the flow of life and love, it is inevitable that you will attract a lot of good things or a few things that are deeply good. My message is this, just be yourself, Danielle said. Danielle is a master at surrendering to the creative process. She allows herself to be led and to watch what's unfolding instead of holding on to an idea of where and how things are supposed to be. I speak with so many people who have a hard time bridging this gap between the way they think the path is supposed to go and what's happening in real time. I asked Danielle, should we get messy and go with the higher flow? Or is there something to be said for persisting with a vision? All those different routes are valid. It depends on the day, and the day is all about presence, said Danielle. If you're present in your heart, you will hear how life guides you. Some days your heart is going to say, fight until the bitter end, persist, stay up late, crank it. Life guides you very quietly. While fears are loud and shout, love is steadier and more like a whisper. One of the biggest challenges that I hear about is how hesitant people are to go ahead and make something where they are. They feel like what they create is mediocre, or they don't see the whole path, and they freeze. They make one thing, and it doesn't go as well as they wanted, and they freeze again. Danielle has been able to blaze a trail by continuously producing for her tribe. I asked her, how can people detach from imposter syndrome or thinking that they're not enough so they can just get busy making? How can people get into action? This is really desire mapping. Everything that I talk about is core desire feelings. How do you want to feel? You get to feel any way you want to feel, but it's not about wanting to feel successful. Success is one of those concepts that pulls us right out of our heart. If your first instinct is to respond successful, Then press pause and go a little deeper, said Danielle. When you get clear on how you want to feel and you commit to doing whatever it takes to generate that feeling, you take responsibility for your energy. You believe that you are a deliberate creator. That desired feeling will eclipse your fears. You're always going to have fears. I don't believe in being fearless, but I believe in being a little scared as opposed to terrified. Life is risky. Showing up in love, on stage, in writing, on social media is scary. There's always going to be a risk if you're being yourself. Danielle said, Do the inner work to move into a state of believing. If you can't believe it, imagine it. Create a vision in your mind that you are pretending that you are worthy, which will seep into your psyche and help loosen up some of those calcified thoughts that you're not worthy. Those are lies and an illusion. Danielle's eloquence struck my heart and reverberated throughout my body. Creative entrepreneurs so often got wrapped up in strategy that they neglect the spiritual technology that is running beneath their entire operation. There is a spiritual quest to the work that we do, and too often we find ourselves tolerating a life that does not support our highest creative expression. How do we get into the flow of being connected to what we really want and then let that in? Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it, responded Danielle, quoting Rumi. For so long I preached about the concept of bringing the darkness into the light. I always thought, aren't I removing all the obstacles? Because I'm loving myself. I want to crush it. I'm doing everything it takes. I have a gratitude practice. I eat well. I do yoga. God, look at me. I'm so devoted to being well and doing good, she said. Some of that is beautiful and healthy, but there is a level of vulnerability that's only found in the darkness. A lot of us will not go there because it hurts. This is the pain that needs to be cleared out for you to become whole. We go through a crisis situation and we get to the other side, but we don't let it actually change us, change our paradigm, change our behavior. You actually have to let yourself die. It's a death to the old ideas. The truth makes all things new. A pretty glamorous, nice version of the story is saying, I feel worthy enough for my dreams to happen. The other version of the story is saying, Dear life, I do not feel worthy, she said. You get really honest about that and then start unpacking why you don't feel worthy. There will be pain. It will be worth it. You have to do it. I don't know any other way, but we don't have to suffer over the suffering. The great Zen philosophy teacher Alan Watts says that there will always be suffering. It's your choice and free will whether you're going to suffer over what needs to be done. Are you going to suffer over the necessary pain? You can get through this, and then you arrive where you are not attached. From that place, your goals and your dreams shift. You don't feel so desperate, like you're going to die without your person or that job or those followers. You're happy there and things flow from there. Danielle ended our podcast conversation with a beautiful prayer for everyone who hears her story and wonders whether they'll ever find their path and courage and joy. Everybody, take a deep breath. Let me give you a few different names or terms, she said Creator, the Divine Mother, the Divine Father. Life source, God, creation. We come to you with earnest hearts. We come to you so sincerely to know who we are, to know the source of life, to be in the light of creation, to be ignited ourselves and in our own light. May we see the brilliance of our souls. May we be warmed by our glow, and in that see where we see the lies. Take our unworthiness from us. Take any perception or lie or illusion that we have that we do not deserve ease, that we do not deserve grace. And please, replace that with full knowing that we've been loved since the beginning of time. We will be loved for eternity, and our desires, our divine impulse, what we want, is always bringing us home. Give us the grace and courage and blessings for all of those things to manifest. We give thanks for what's been given. We give thanks for what is. We give thanks for what is on its way. Josh Spencer Often our calling is so different than what we expected that it takes time or a crisis to recognize it. I had the gift of interviewing Josh Spencer, founder of the last bookstore in Los Angeles, a magnificent 25,000 square foot space that thousands enter every day. It is worth visiting for its architectural beauty and creative vibes. Josh's space has become a celebration of all that books represent and of the important role they play in our lives. I was amazed by the store when I happened upon it one day and called Josh to set up an interview. What I didn't know before meeting him was that he was a paraplegic and turned a tragedy into his greatest gift for good. Josh grew up in Hawaii as a competitive surfer, during which time his physical body and athletic talent defined his identity. He was hit by a car while driving his moped during his junior year in university. Josh had his entire life in front of him, but woke up three weeks later in a hospital, paralyzed and uncertain whether he could go on he started to ask himself whether a life in which he could not even walk was worth living. His friend brought him a Bible, and Josh started to leaf through it until he happened upon the story of Samson. These words felt like they were written directly to Josh. Out of the eater, something to eat. Out of the strong, something sweet. The story of Samson explains how he is confronted by a lion, whom he tears apart with his bare hands. Samson is best known for his godlike strength. He later comes upon the carcass of the lion and finds a beehive filled with honey. Samson later repeats the riddle created from his experience, although none are able to solve it. Josh always loved stories and took this tale as a calling. Maybe something sweet could come from the darkness. Perhaps this event and its consequences, which felt completely insurmountable, could actually become the path to something better than he could ever have imagined. He looked at a situation from a storytelling perspective. I understood that stories take dramatic shifts. There are plot turns and things happen to characters. So I thought to myself, my life has a story, and this is a plot twist. As the character in that story, what am I going to do next? I wasn't going to just lay around and be depressed. That's a boring story. A few weeks later, Josh's lawyer told him that he had the opportunity to become a multimillionaire. By suing the driver and the city, Josh could effectively be set for life. But he didn't want the money. He didn't feel right taking it because he hadn't come to a complete stop. He had received the knowledge that perhaps he was chosen for this particular set of circumstances because he had a huge purpose to fulfill. He trusted his intuition. He didn't want to throw away that opportunity to learn and persevere and live his purpose by taking the money. He believed that if he put in the work and did the climb on his own, he would be rewarded for it on a much bigger level than anything that the money could bring. Josh started selling books on eBay. He got pretty good at it and saved enough money to buy a small space in downtown Los Angeles. On a whim, he upgraded and bought a much larger space, which he built out to its current 25,000 square feet over the next year. The stunning space is one of the most sacred in Los Angeles today and inspires millions with its design and the place it holds for exploration. Perhaps pain transforms into our purpose. I believe there is a kindness to how the world works. I don't believe in random tragedies. Remember this. You are enough. You're doing better than you realize. You've overcome so many obstacles to stand where you are today. Everything we want, feelings of well-being and happiness is within reach. Happiness is an inside job. Your mess is part of your message. Our biggest challenges often represent our biggest opportunities and gifts. Our achievements do not determine our worth. Journal on your mess is your message. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. What barriers do you need to break down? What defeating thoughts or habits are blocking joy and creativity from entering your life? All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that sneak peek of the audiobook. If you want to get the full audiobook and continue listening to the full experience, you can pre-order Don't Keep Your Day Job wherever audiobooks are found. Remember, if you pre-order two copies of my book, whether you get one audiobook and one hardcover, however you do it, if you've already ordered a copy, you could just order one more. If you order two copies, however you get there, you can then claim all the book bonuses by going to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book bonus. And you will then get in on the November 11th two-hour workshop as well well as it comes with a workbook. And not only that, you will be getting um, all the songs that I've played on this show. We'll be sending you a link to download those and you'll be getting in on a 90-minute Q&A that I'll be doing in a few weeks where I will answer every question that you guys have in 90 minutes, whether it's about your work, your life, anything, whether it's a nitty-gritty tactical question or a big picture question, I will be there to support you. All you got to do is make sure you've ordered two books and I can't wait. Thank you so much for the support. You have no idea what it means to me. Okay, before we go on, let's just take a quick thanks to our sponsors. I think it's so inspiring when a woman walks into the room and she owns it. She's the ultimate boss babe, radiating confidence and just a little sparkly accessory to catch the eye. Lightbox Jewelry is a new company that makes gorgeous lab-grown diamonds, which are essentially chemically the same as natural ones. Every single stone from Lightbox is the same super high quality, so they're priced at the same $800 per carat. They come in cool colors like pink and blue, and I was looking on their website and really like the beautiful pendants they have and their rose gold earrings. I'm such a fan of those signature pieces that can add that little shine to my look and really make me feel empowered. So treat yourself to a little sparkle. To get $25 off your first order, go to lightboxjewelry.com slash dreamjob and use promo code dreamjob at checkout. That's $25 off your first order by going to lightboxjewelry.com slash dreamjob, promo code dreamjob. When you own a small business, managing inventory, covering payroll, and doing a 100 other things are all on your daily to-do list, but your time is valuable, and getting the money you need shouldn't take up all of it. That's why Cabbage created a simple, modern way for businesses to access up to $250,000 of credit. Cabbage's easy online application process takes only minutes to complete and get a decision. If your business qualifies, you can access the amount you need right away, and whenever you need extra capital, you can withdraw more funds. We've had so many guests on our show who really had to hustle and work sleepless nights to fund their business and get it off the ground. And even though they were able to become this amazing success story, having that financial stress shouldn't be something that you have to worry about. You can join the 200,000 small businesses that have gotten access to funding through Cabbage. They even have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, so you're getting the real deal here. Get the money you need to run your small business today. Go to cabbage.com and use the code DREAMJOB to get $100 credit on your first loan statement. That's K-A-B-B AGE.com. Offer ends November 30th, 2019. Must take a minimum $5,000 loan to qualify. Credit lines subject to review and change. Individual requests for capital are separate installment loans issued by Celtic Bank member FDIC. Okay, now let's celebrate your wins. Rachel posted in our Facebook group and she said, this past weekend I took place in my first market. I took the week off at my day job and just spent time creating and preparing. The rain washed away most of the shoppers, but I'm really proud of myself for getting out there and getting together a good looking booth on my first time. Rachel, that's so cool. Congrats on your first market. You should totally be proud of yourself. Way to not let the rain keep you from showing up and putting your work out there. I know that is just the first of many appearances for you. So definitely keep sharing the updates as you continue to forge ahead. You guys can go give Rachel some love. Her Instagram is at raise underscore reusables. All right, here's another win. Deanna said, I did a thing on Monday. I put my notice in at my job to go after my freelance business and take a 10-week course to gain more skills. I did this after having to turn down a five-week makeup gig for an indie TV show because I thought well, I need to give my current job two weeks notice and then I can come. But they hired someone who could start Monday. I no longer want that holding me back from going after what I really want. I gave them a two month notice and I'm staying long enough to train our two new hires. I'm so excited and feel like this is a huge step. I've been waiting for this day for two years, but I also feel a bit of imposter syndrome when telling my coworkers why I'm leaving. I work in healthcare where people love stability. It's making me second guess myself. If I'm making the right decision, if I have enough clients, if I can do this, it has me thinking, what did I just do? I know that deep down I can and will. It's just super scary and new and exciting. I know I can always get a nursing job if I need it, but I don't think I'm going to. Otherwise, happy day. Wow, Deanna, that's really huge. I know that that can be so scary to walk away from something that seems super stable. But I love that you gave yourself a couple months to build that freelance business and really make sure that runway is solid before you can take flight. And I will be talking about that, by the way, on my workshop November 11th. Like, what are the key things to do to validate your idea, to price your offer, to start getting some of those benchmarks checked off so that you can start to scale this business? I am telling you, it is so doable to figure out what your offer is and to start making. 750, 1500 a week, which which quickly adds up to 6,500 a month. I would love to show all of you really how to do that for the work that you want to do because it is doable. You can and you will do it. Everyone, you can go give Deanna some love. Her website is deannajoline.com. Guys, I love sharing these wins. So if you have one that you want to post, you can come to the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group and you can share it with us or DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller. We have more awesome episodes coming up. So please subscribe wherever you listen and leave a rating and review. If you really want to support us, the best thing right now is for you to buy the book, buy the book for a friend. And if you like this episode or any episode, go ahead and share it with a friend or family member and tell them what you learned from this episode or any other episode. Let's keep growing this movement and helping more souls come back home to who they really are. One last thing I want to throw out there, since it is Halloween, for those of you who've been listening to this whole episode, one more treat that I'm just going to sneak in here. You guys get extra credit. If you go ahead and you pre-order these books by tomorrow night, so by November 1st, midnight, whoever enters the two books by tomorrow night, so if you've already done it, you are already entered, whoever orders the two books, I'm going to enter you into a special raffle where I will be giving away two Nordstrom gift cards. I know the holidays are coming up. So that might be something really fun just to say thank you. And just to add a little sweetness and not only that, but each one of you who wins will also get a signed extra copy of my book, a hardcover, which I will send out to you personally with my favorite candy inside the package just to make it an extra special Halloween treat. So go ahead, if you do it by November 2nd at midnight. So make sure that you get those two books by November 2nd at midnight. You can go to com slash book bonuses and make sure that you sign up. Let us know that you ordered your two books and you'll be entered into the raffle for the $250 Nordstrom gift card plus a hardcover copy of the book, which I will send to you with my favorite candy. And if you've been listening and paying attention, you'll remember from the beginning of the show what my favorite candy is. I hope you guys have the most amazing Halloween and I'll talk to you on Monday.